this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Oh, sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good game, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, After Buzzers, and welcome to... The eighth week of the fourth season of Showtime's original series, Homeland. This title, this episode is entitled Halfway to a Donut. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me today is... It's me, Nando Velasquez. How you guys doing? <laughs> we're missing We're missing two. We're yeah, down we're missing, two. We're missing Lexi Hammersfar and Danny, Danny Hoyt. Hoyt. They're flying to Friendly Skies right now on their way back. On, on different flights, right? On different flights, On yeah. different flights, but they're yeah. both stuck. I guess it's the holidays. Or, or almost It's the getting close to the holidays. They're just busy so. people. They got a lot going on. Yeah, we, we got no lives. Yeah. Yeah. No, we have a, we're doing it big. We're doing it big. Anyway, this was, yeah. uh, this was a good, really good episode. Uh, it seems like it's one of those. That's well, an understatement. Well, I thought this was phenomenal. Yeah, it this was, was, it a was great. great. Episode. It, it was great. It was really actually great for something transitional as well. Like it was a transitional episode, mm. but it was really good for our transitional episode because there's obviously a lot of bigger things coming in the next yeah. week or two. Well, first of all, I think it's hilarious that the name of this episode's Halfway to a Donut because it sounds like such a like yeah. a boring title. It sounds like such a I don't even know exactly what they're referring to. The only thing I could think of is maybe when Tasneem and Dennis are like at the little uh table trying to get their own hmm. snacks. Hmm. Maybe because that was such a little you you know a nice central scene because it you know because of the reveal at the end right halfway to a donut or maybe halfway to a donut is like doing i don't know like doing a 180 i don't know i'm trying to i'm trying if anyone has any ideas i know we we spent time on redux last week that was an easier that was that easier. was an easier one to figure out halfway maybe to because a donut, it was about i don't know does it have something to do with saw because saw ended up right back where he started instead of but that's not halfway to it a donut, halfway is to it? A donut. That's, but I guess that's, it kind of is. I don't more know. Of a full well, donut. If, I don't know if anyone has an idea. But this episode, I mean, this is uh, since like since the first scene uh, from the first episode this season when uh, Sandy was in trouble. Yeah, like I didn't feel that way since then. You know, right, there's right. a lot of action, a lot of suspense, some really good, you know, s- jump at your seats moments. I mean, there were so many times I thought Saul was gone. 
I thought he was gone this episode. I was really? like, no freaking way. Yeah. I, I actually, there was a couple of times I did tell him like, is this contract up or? Yeah, I know, that, cause we're living in LA, so we're right. thinking, is his contract up? Was he not right. able to renegotiate? Cause it's like, who would want to lose Saul? You don't want to lose Saul. You don't want to lose. And I that, would rather lose Carrie than Saul. I hate to say that, but I would rather lose Carrie than Saul, cause I feel like you could always really? get someone else to replace Carrie, but I feel like Saul is just too- There's no way you can get somebody else to replace Carrie on this show. No, but there's no way you can get anyone to replace Saul on this show. Either. I don't know. I'd, ra- I'd almost rather have Saul than uh. Carrie. I hate to say that. I love Carrie. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like you could always have another protege come up that's flawed and has their own issues. That's but true. Saul, if they take that angle on yeah, it, they could. But Saul, you can't really have. I mean, look at who Saul's successor is. It's Lockhart. It's a totally different character. Right, right. You know, I don't that's know. That's a totally can... different storyline. Yeah. And everything. But anyway. Uh, well, you know, one thing I got, I love to see was that <clears throat> when Saul, you know, when he faked his uh, hanging. Yeah. In the cell. Mm-hmm. I love that oh because that to me was like, I'm like, this guy is a, this guy is a real spy. He's a real agent. This guy well, is, we, he's, we he's digging in the crates and pulling out some, like, he's pulling out some old shenanigans yeah. and he's like putting it to work. He, I loved how he, it was so funny how he spit on the guy after he, 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 no, he, he you know, him it, it looked like I, I replayed that a couple of times. I was watching it on my computer screen because yeah. I was watching, um, uh, you know, a, a advanced screener and it looked like a kind of like a, I wasn't sure if it was a spit. It was just a weird cut. It looked like, it, it felt like a spit, but I don't, it doesn't make sense to me that he spit on him for some reason. I think he spit on him. I'm not sure if, if um, you know, know you, you saw it on the big screen. Spit on him. Yeah. You saw the big screen. I saw it on a small screen, but I replayed it a couple of times because I said, did he really spit on him? I thought that was just a weird. Yeah, he spit on him. Really? Is if you thought that and you rewound it a couple of times to watch and see, he spit on him. All right. I mean, I'm not sure, but I, uh, I'll take your word it for was it. Like, I, I said, I, I kind of thought so, but after I played it like the third time, I'm like, no, he didn't. It was just cut at a weird spot when he was doing something that looked like spitting. But well, I, it makes sense. And it's consistent with his views of them. He was. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end. What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You know, he I don't made, think he's disgusted by them. He is definitely disgusted by but them. Not like, well, not, not, I don't know. I mean, he told Carrie, like, he look, he said, told, told Carrie to get off comms, make sure it's just her and him. If that was a take a promise. If that was a Connie, I could see him spitting on him. I, I don't know if he could But spit they on all the represent the yeah. same, they all represent the same faction. All right, I'm probably talking on my ass. Okay, all right, fine. I'll, I'll, he spit on I him. I think he spit on him. Okay. I don't know. You guys will tell us in. The, uh, you know what? If you the, saw in the, that. In the, in the cybersphere, what it, you guys think, but. It, yeah, trust me, that will say stuff on the cybersphere. If, if you saw that, and I thought I saw it, even though I replayed it, and then, then it I had a chance to say it, it probably was. So, anyway, but um, but I mean, if you think about it, I mean, first of all, I mean, Saul. First of all, just seeing that video with the flag in the background, you know, that's yeah. so reminiscent of of uh, you know of a beheading. Yeah, I mean, so even seeing that to me like elicits a reaction. Seeing that, Most and then definitely. seeing and then seeing the nails when he first notices those um, those nails, which are, are kind of dangerous, just hanging out like just that, sitting like in the middle of the floor. So I thought he was going to use the nails to kill himself actually at first, really? but then we see him use it to actually unshackle the handcuffs. Yeah, I figured that's what he was going to use them for. And then and then you're like, oh, so he's not trying to kill himself. And the next scene, he's hanging himself, and you're like, oh my god, he's going to kill himself again. Yeah. And then all of a 
sudden it was he faked it. He yeah. somehow uh he somehow uh, persevered past that and it was a ploy to get the guard in. Yeah. So for me it was like a lot of back and forth. Yeah. And then of course him the promise that he that he made Carrie say and all that. It was just like I kept thinking like, oh, I think he's a goner this episode. I hate to say it. But right. That's I love this kind of TV. This this is well, uh, he, this is awesome. It, it's so interesting also how Carrie was willing to kill him mm-hmm. at first when Quinn was not willing to allow it to happen. Yeah. Now she wants to save him and he wants to kill himself. Well, in the spur of the moment, gut reaction, she's was going like, take for, him out. That's she's our goal. going for Hakani. Right. But now she had time to think about it. And now here she is, and well, they've convened and had meetings on well, saving meetings this guy and, and figuring out what they're going to do. And his Lockhart. I mean, we could definitely get into that. I mean, I'm, I, it's really interesting the fact that you know he made her promise, and you know Quinn even mentioned it later on uh, when when she admitted what Saul told her. Mm-hmm. Quinn said, "That's what you always said." Saul would say. Saul would say he'd rather die first, right? And he, because he knows what is what's at stake. He's not, he doesn't want to allow hit all, that's almost kind of like his life's work. Like part of what he's invested into CIA, you know, and all of us going to go down the drain all because he got caught. Well, I think, you know, there's something there. We, last week's show was so weird uh, that we had on here. Um, and I don't feel like we had a fair shake on talking about, because I still am confused in a way as to why. Lockhart. I mean, I think I got a clue this episode a little mm-hmm. bit, but why Lockhart really wants to keep Saul alive? Why it's it's in the government's best interest to keep Saul to get Saul back, even if it means getting, you know, giving Hakani all these people. They said he'd have control from here to Kabul or something like right. that. You know, from Islamabad right. to Kabul. Um, and why why it wouldn't be a smarter play to just let Saul die or let Saul kill himself or whatever it is? Well, when you know when, when Carrie had that meeting, yeah, uh, when she became and she got her whereabouts or whatever about her and she left Khan's house mm-hmm. and she had that meeting with uh Quinn and Lockhart in that small room and yeah. she you know realized that there was a breach her pills had been switched out and Lockhart actually expressed with conviction that he would not have his pre- predecessor well that was the one on the spike that I was like that well, made sense he, to me is he really but what's his like is it just for principle well i think is what it is here's what i political? think political like what no, is it i think it's a little bit of both but i think what it is is it sets a precedent that if you know it's kind of like the same thing you know what it's kind of like the same thing with a police and a cop killer you know like nobody kills a cop you know if someone goes to kill a cop that person is pretty much, they've just signed their own tombstone, you know, because that's the one thing that you do not do because the last thing they want to do is set a president in the, in the streets. I'm talking about like police yeah, out here. I understand they want to set a president out here where people feel like the, uh, like the police are people you can kill. So I think it's the same thing here. They mm-hmm. don't want to set a president where the Taliban or Haqqani or whoever it is can just kidnap you know any the u.s official CIA exactly director because then 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 all bets are off they need to show strength that everyone even former you know former directors right you know are it's like former presidents yeah or it's like a whatever, former president whoever is somebody who's in high position or high standing exactly high status if it was wanna... clinton if it was if it was like bill clinton being uh you know kidnapped for something i yeah. would assume that the government would do the bet they couldn't just say well you know he knows he knows the rules he, he might as well you know Accept defeat and kill himself. No, right. they want to save him because again, it sets a precedent right. or precedent on the president uh, or any other official. That goes to back to publicity and PR and how things look and how they're perceived. Yeah, of that's course. part of the war. Of course, um, that's a huge weapon in America's or the U.S.'s favor. Yeah, that they have this uh, media mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. that actually 
molds the perceptions yeah. of the popula- populace of the world, pretty yeah. much. Well, yeah, they don't don't mess with us type right, of mentality. Right. But you know, it wasn't as apparent to me. I think maybe because of Lockhart's relationship with Saul last season, mm-hmm. even though they kind of had some closure and they kind of got a, you know they both got what they wanted. Yeah, it still was to me. I just found it real, especially the way Lockhart is. I I mean, some people seem to like him. He he seemed to definitely appeal to me more this episode. The way he was a little more you know reserved and patient, and he you know the ambassador yeah. Martha was telling him to be you know. Those three T's, I wrote them down somewhere. I can't remember. Transparent and, uh. <laughs> there were three T's. I can't remember. Yeah, it was transparent and then there was another two and one of them he didn't even know. But, um, which I thought was pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, I ended up liking Lockhart a little bit more, but I, I kind of understand now why, uh, I understand more as to why they really want to keep Salt alive. But still, Carrie had an out, you know, or, right. or at least the government had an out. You know, um, I think they could have gotten him in in that rescue attempt. There was no way they can get at him. You know what sucks for Lockhart is that he knows mm-hmm. that their government is working with Akani. At least there is sub factions in their government. Well, I loved I loved when he and said, "Looking him. over your list, looking over your list," and then the the prime minister was like, "That's not our list. That's right. Akani's. That's right. Taliban's right. list." Right. He got offended, and right. I and I wonder if Lockhart said that on purpose or if it was just a little slip up. But it was a, it was an awesome moment. But they already made it clear, yeah, that as far as they're concerned, how do we know that you're not working with them? As far as we're concerned, okay, you guys have an open line of communication, yeah, and there's no way you can prove to us that you guys are not or do not have some level of involvement with mm. this. So as far as we're concerned, we're going to treat this like you guys have kidnapped Saul and you guys are holding Saul. Yeah, I think and he made that clear. He that's made that clear last week. Right. He made that clear. And that's where their their head is at. Although the ambassador doesn't feel that way. She's well, being way more political in this situation than Lockhart, obviously, because she's been there for a while and she's developed relationships. But I feel like the situation needs a Lockhart. Well, I think, you know, somebody on the YouTube cha- on the YouTube comments mentioned good cop, bad cop. And I think I think maybe that's kind of like what this is, except for the fact that the, the bad cop didn't bother telling the good cop <laughs> about the plan, right. you know, from last week, at least. And now now we see that. um for whatever reasons, whatever perceptions I had last week, we see that Lockhart is willing to play ball with uh, Martha, with the ambassador. So, uh, you know, and have her take control, even though, you know, they're going to push his buttons and they, they obviously are. And there's some, you know, we saw there's a lot. There's a lot. It's, it's just an amazing scene that they have this little boring tactical meeting to talk about the 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 prisoner list yeah. meanwhile all this actions happening on right. in the background i mean I, there was so much to love about this episode i mean i feel like we're kind of scattered around right now but um yeah it was just it's just you know just to see that and i think that's diplomacy at work it's like okay look you know and, and that's what the pakistanis are doing they're right. like they're like okay we'll play nice with you but Maybe not the prime minister, but at least Tasneem and who knows who else are so busy doing out. this hunt, you know, yeah. the hunt for Saul, uh, while all this little boring stuff's happening in the background. And right. on the other end, you see Carrie and Lockhart leave because they realize there's something's up. And, and you just see the ambassador just playing with the prime minister and Tasneem. And, and that one moment when Tasneem gets, um, gets that text in Arabic, which is probably like everything's, uh, you know, I, I, I couldn't read it, but it's probably right. like everything's under control. And, right. and the ambassador's like, maybe we should take a break. And she's like, no, no. We're good. We could hang. Cause, right. Cause she was just in control the whole episode. Yeah, exactly. So she knows what's going on. Ah. 
And, it, you know, obviously now, mm-hmm. just what we suspected from before about yeah. uh, Officer Khan, he's not uh, uh, actually on the same team or a part of whatever. I think some things are obviously going to be uh, revealed about Tazneem. Yeah. Um, as we see in coming episodes yeah. or whatever, but it's it's almost obvious that she's well, she is more of a on the fringes. No, no, no fringes. fringes. No, I think fringes. she's. I think she's just a mole. I mean, with Tazine? yeah. Oh, mole for them. Uh, yeah, perhaps. Um, I'm really. I'm still a little curious about the whole thing with uh, Khan with Asar and uh, and Tazmin because you know, obviously, I don't think they're working together. They're not working together, but I'm just still wondering how much information, uh, you know, Azar actually has on the whole thing. Because, yeah. you know, when they had that little, um, they bumped into each other right before the meeting started when he was running late, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and he was like, you know, why'd you interfere? You know, it almost felt like he knew about the plot, uh, a little bit. The way she said it. Why did you interfere? Yeah. You know, because she's, she was even like, she could have been, Carrie could have been on the plane by now. Um, so I don't know. I don't know exactly if um, if if he's completely innocent in all of this. But I, and, and then I'm wondering what his motives are. Hmm. And I'm wondering what his motives are because we definitely, especially from the end of last week's episode, we're definitely seeing a little bit of a connection between him and Carrie right now, and a possible love interest. And I know even I think oh somebody my gosh, somebody put, no. somebody even put it up on. Uh, I think somebody put it up on YouTube as well. I, I can see that possibly. Look, Carrie gets involved with the wrong people all the time. I could see this one happening. I unfortunately saw something as well, and I'm hoping that <laughs> I not, unfortunately saw I'm really hoping, that's why I didn't even mention it because I'm just hoping that nothing <laughs> occurs out of this because she's she just finished with Ayan for crying out loud. But that's also why I'm wondering. I think I, I'm wondering why you have to understand why did he give Carrie that information about Dennis Boyd? Why did he do that? Did he well, do that? We did. We did witness him notice. An exchange no, no. between. I know. So that's what also makes what would make us think that okay. But why is he throwing his own person under the bus? Why is he throwing his own agency? Did he? I, maybe or did he, he? Or did he just out Boyd? I don't think he remember. I don't think he mentioned Tasneem. Well, first of all, he out Boyd, but obviously that's going to mess up Tasneem's plans because she's using him as the as the breach as the mole. Well, we're going to find out more next week, obviously. Here, here, but here's the thing. Okay, if you work for a company and somebody's doing something, you know, duplicitous, you know, whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and you're aware of it, you know, mm-hmm. chances are, and you're in charge. I mean, what's his title? They finally said his title because uh, I put it on here somewhere, but he's like ISI director. Um, forgive me, I'll find it. But anyway, ISI counterterrorism chief. So that's a pretty big title. Yeah, it is. Right? You figure he has some control. Yeah. So if he's noticing something funny going on with Tasneem and, uh, you know, and Dennis, and he thinks it's, it's undermining even the Pakistanis relationship with the U.S., don't you think he would try and get her legitimately through his own channels? Well, maybe that's what's going to happen next week. Cause obviously he uh, met with, uh, or the next, or the couple of, or the weeks to come. Yeah. Because when he met with Carrie on that final scene, hmm. You know, he told her. I think he's. I think he's throwing Tasmin under the bus or messing up her her things. But I'm. I'm still wondering what his intentions are for. I really feel like there's more. It's a little more complicated than than I just want to help you, Carrie. Either I'm interested in you, Carrie, or Tasmin's kind of like I in hope his it's way. Not, I trying I'm interested to, in you, Carrie. Or I'm just trying to get rid of Tasmin because he doesn't like Tasmin either. But he can't. He can't officially do it because you know. Because again, I, we don't know how deep. 
We don't know exactly if Tasmin's working on her own or how many people on the Pakistani side really are a part of this agenda. Well, him, him actually outing Boyd to Kerry will give Kerry, that's obviously enough information for them to act on their side yeah. and keep him insulated far enough away where it doesn't leave any traces to Tasneem and everybody else she's working with on the Pakistani side. Yeah. So when things start to implode for them on that side, mm-hmm. he'll already be a step ahead because he already will know what's going on. So he obviously has an agenda and I think it has way more to do with him, him being interested in Carrie like that. Well, I doesn't think it's, mean he doesn't want to hook up with her, it's, but it's I, more I think he, has an, he definitely has an agenda yeah. of what's going on. And I'm sure it'll be revealed. I hope it's just not the goodness and kindness of his heart. Cause that would just be really boring for TV. Mm. But I, hopefully I think he has an agenda. I'm, I'm hoping that he has one. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's yet to be revealed. It's more than just, I like you. Here's some information. I know that, but uh, again, maybe he's the one that was working with Sandy. No, no, we already know who was working, who was with, working Sandy. with Sandy again. Tell me. Was did, they, with Sandy. did they make that clear? Yeah, that it was her. He well, was I mean, I mean, Sandy, Sandy, and and Dennis were working together, and then Tasmin, when she went to meet Dennis at the at okay. the college, okay. she said that they, you know, that they had a relationship. She had a relationship with Sandy. Okay, so then I'm really curious about what Khan's angle is because he has. Well, that's an angle. why, but I I don't know what his angle is either. But I I don't know if it's internally, you know, trying to mess around with, with trying to mess up Tasmin. Yeah, uh, you know, trying to to put his own foothold in or try and take control on his own or if he's really legitimately has a heart all of a sudden and just cares about Carrie. I just feel like politically speaking, I feel like there's got to be more than just, I feel sorry for this woman. Right. You know? Um, I, I, yeah, I feel like it's a lot more than that. I mean, they had that moment at the end of last week's episode, even though Carrie was in the middle of her mm. uh, episode, uh, you know, herself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she even admitted she remembered. Right. <laughs> you know, they had this this rendezvous out in the rain at the very end. I right. Mean, it just feels very... Romantic. In a way. <laughs> Come on, you see it. You see it. Oh I mean, whether you want to or not, you do see it. I don't want so, to. So, I know you don't want to. Hey, you know what? Much better him than than a college student. Okay, is it just me? <laughs> right, I know. Right, is it just me, or do, or I don't know about people that watch the show as well. Feel like the ambassador is like clueless to a certain degree. I'm starting to look at her like her head is in the clouds, and she's looking at the state of affairs like it's totally. I wouldn't call it clueless. Uh, I mean, she's, not what it is like. What do you think it's is not going her, on? It's not her job to be, you know, an intelligence agent. So she's only dealing but with what she But she knows what she what's has. going on. Well, she does. But I think her role is diplomacy. I mean, her role this episode was let me stall. Her role was let me put on a good face. You know, let me put on a good face with the U.S. Let, let's let look like things are going as planned, even though we have people working in the background mm-hmm. to rescue Saul at this point. You know? To, to extradite him, to get him, uh, I don't know if extradite's the right word, but you know what, um, to get, to get him back, to rescue Extract him. him. Extract him. Extraction. Thank you, Thank you Sean. Sean. Sean, our producer, who's there for my English. Uh, <laughs> the vocab. <laughs> the vocab coach. He's my vocab coach. All right. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I don't think she's clueless. I think she's very, very smart. I think she shows that she's smart, <clears throat> but her strengths are very different. I mean, there was that great scene with her and Lockhart. Saying that it's her job, to, you know, Lockhart's saying like, you know, it's your job to save face. He goes, well, it's my job to find the common ground. And then Lockhart right. says, well, they hate our guts. How's that for, you know, for common ground? Right. Yeah. So, um, they you know, do. Yeah. And they do. Or maybe they just hate his guts. 
<laughs> everything seemed like it was copacetic until he showed up, and then but everything well, actually there was there was stuff going he's on. He's a good co- covertly. reason. He's a good anyway. reason for people to hate. Right, right. <laughs> and it was so funny how she she told her husband that he needs to stay close and stay safe. There's been a breach. Well, he we know about we it. Knew, blah blah blah. I mean, again, it's just. I mean, the way this episode's written is just so well. I mean, Carrie obviously only trusting Lockhart and uh, and Quinn, and then Lockhart wanting to bring the ambassador in it in on it, and and deep inside we're like, no, because you know she's going to tell her husband, right? And uh, you know, Carrie saying no, and then finally the ambassador gets gets to find out, and of course she goes and tells Dennis, and uh, you know, it's just again just so much back and forth. You know, it's like there were so many moments where I was like. I almost went ghetto on the screen, I think, you know? It was pretty damn cool. Do you think she liked it? Do you think that the Americans overestimate their yes. ability and power and absolutely. blah 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 and everything? Based on this episode, absolutely. Especially with uh well the thwarted uh, rescue attempt of Saul. You know, it's something really interesting that I think is um very apparent. Uh I, I know that, you know, um people you know people listen to us internationally so i think as americans we don't think about it as much Mm -hmm. but i think in certain countries especially certain countries that that have dealt with war and dealt with a lot of conflict that they're more comfortable right you know like in the u.s you know it's so easy to turn on fox news and get scared over the slightest little alert right you know but like in places like the middle east this is what they have to do deal with every single day Uh, i mean the u.s just in in this episode right they just figured all right let's just put a drone out there and just follow Saul. And meanwhile, the Taliban are thinking, oh, cool, we know where Saul is now. Thanks for flashing that. Be-. You know, they, right. they look at that little itty drone and they look at it like a big flashing uh, signal saying he's over here. Right, exactly. He's over here. And so the whole time, like, you know, and, and us, <laughs> me watching as an American who probably doesn't know any better is thinking, oh, great, they're getting the drone. Oh, good. They're getting special forces over there. Um, you know, we're thinking, oh, wow, we're in control again. Yeah. But meanwhile, the Taliban are like, great. They, they, thank they, you. Thank you. It's, it's kind of like that scene. <laughs> it's kind of like Die Hard, the movie Die Hard, when the FBI agents come in to try and save the day and they do all the protocol. And then you find out that Hans Gruber said all along, oh, I was just waiting for the FBI to come because right. I know it. I know exactly every single move they're going to make. And I Before, know, yeah. and I know what to do once they make those moves I'm waiting for them to show up it, right. it was almost the same thing it was like Saul's on the loose we have no idea where to find him oh he contacted the US we know where he is now because there's a drone over his head right um, so I think you know, that's really interesting and, and Carrie being the drone queen I think it's interesting yeah. that she didn't think I mean there's been scenes where there was somebody who actually it was like Hakani I think mm-hmm. and one or two other people Actually looked up in the sky. Well, Ayan is the big one. I mean, his, first, a, his the, first scene and his last scene pretty much is him looking up at a drone straight in the sky. Right. So they're familiar with it. And so I, it's not like you like you didn't think about this before. Like, how do you think they're gonna? They're obviously gonna look for Saul. They're gonna realize yeah. he's gone. Mm-hmm. And then how are you gonna keep track of Saul? Yeah. They're gonna find where the drone is, and then they're gonna find out where he's at based on where you where you put the drone. Well, I mean, it, it it sounds. I mean, I I don't know the feasibility of it. I have never really spotted the drone up from the. I don't know right. if they're shooting at us right now or whatever, but I haven't really spotted the drone like that unless they're the leisurely ones that people seem to buy around L.A. and have every now and yeah. then. Uh, so I don't know how easy they might be to spot, but apparently the Taliban are so used to live, especially out in the Middle East, out in these countries, the U.S. have been flying drones so much that in these countries they're so used to drones 
right. that they're probably very easily spotable now, especially right. especially if you don't want to be caught doing something. You just look up, you hunt for a drone, you're like, okay, there's one on me, and you don't do it. You know, I mean, Hakani, like you said, Hakani even said mm. it. There's a drone over me right now. He doesn't right. have to look up. He's he like, there's a drone. Look. There's a drone above me right now. Mm-hmm. He so. looks down and he sees the shadow. Is that what it was? No, no, I was just. Oh yeah, and it see was the shadow. A it was a joke. Oh, okay, all right. Stick to vocab. Poorly played. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's possible I missed the shadow. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think uh, I think it's it says a lot for uh, you know what we don't know about right. about like war or about you know what we have to go through out in the field. I'm I'm actually surprised in a way. Um, I'm, I wonder in a way if if in real life like the FBI are aware of that. That drones aren't just easy, like, yeah, let's just put a drone on them, you know, if they realize they have to account for other other tactics. Right. <laughs> like, I guess if the U.S. knew the Taliban was spotting a drone, they'd probably send, like, three or four drones out to different locations and spread the Taliban out, or the same thing with special forces. You know? Right, right. But they didn't think that way. How do you feel, and I want to know how you guys feel about this as well out there. <laughs> Excuse me. About, because I know there's a lot of mixed feelings and a mixed reactions mm-hmm. about... Saul leading or Kerry leading Saul right back into the arms of the Taliban. Well, yeah, I mean, I and um, Saul was he was livid. Yeah. Know, he was at the brink of he was about to blow his brains out because he was like, I will not go back to these people. Plus, as far as he's concerned, his life isn't worth the trade that they're about to make. Yeah. So, you know, it was like, and plus, he made Kerry a promise or Kerry made him a promise. He made he made Kerry make him a promise that she wouldn't do that. Well, I and mean, of course, she breaks the promise. That's so, do you huge. think this? I think one of the questions is: Do you feel like it's selfish? Because at the end of the day, if she's doing it for her own, like I need Saul, I want Saul, kind of thing, as opposed to I think anybody else. I think Lockhart would just let him. I don't think, kill himself. I don't think. Um, I don't think it was selfish necessarily for her, but I do think you know. Obviously, it was a really big scene when Saul asked her. You know, to talk just one on one with nobody else listening, and he made her promise. You know, and he said the things that he said about I will not be, I will not go back there at all. You know, but uh, it was interesting because she was willing to blow him up. Or she, <laughs> she not, said she was right. You know, she was like, "Oh God, I'm triggered." Like, shoot him. Like, she was willing to, uh, you know, sacrifice his life. Yeah. When Ayan got shot, by Hakani. Yeah. Well, but again, now it's that, what's different. That was a spur of the moment. Now there's thing. higher stakes. Well, I don't know if there's higher stakes. I guess there's higher there stakes. There are because the trade, now they're yeah. now, now they're yeah now they're negotiating this trade with five leaders mm-hmm. that would actually change the game. Yeah. and not in our favor for the Americans. Well, I mean, so, this is I mean, this is a very look. First of all, we you know we we haven't really explored this relationship in this way in in a while between Carrie and Saul since you know the first couple of seasons at least you know we haven't really seen this mentor protege like you know even even like his wife was like oh yeah it's Carrie it's almost like his other girlfriend you know we haven't explored this the extent of this relationship and and yeah I know you can compare it to that moment when she was going to bomb Hakani with Saul there spur of the moment mm-hmm. you know like her eye, tunnel vision her eyes on that prize right and even knowing that Saul would have said the same thing um but at the end this is his mentor and you know if she can get him out she'll do everything in her power to get him out she you know here he is giving up here he is saying I will not be a pawn and here she is I mean she even said when she when she finally let him back to the Taliban she's like we're gonna thread the needle 
but I will get you out of there. I'm in the control room. I will get you out of there. Does and I think, think at that time, keeping him alive is what's going to really get him out of there, and they're going to have some kind of other plan. I think she. Getting, I mean, he can be alive. That doesn't mean he won't get tortured. You know. Well, don't forget, Lockhart said if he gets hurt, if he gets hurt, uh, the, the deal's off. So I, I would like to was think it, that, or was it just proof of life? Because he, he said the president just want to prove. No, of life he every said day. no, no. He did. Yeah, they said that later on in the uh, in that little like meeting where they were stalling and everything. But before that, he told the Pakistanis if he's hurt at all, deal's off. He said that. He said that at the very beginning. He said that very early on in this episode. Mm. I still think that Carrie believes she can get him out. She doesn't know how. I don't think she was lying to him when she said... I mean, she was lying to him when she said they're waiting for you at the rendezvous point. But I don't think she was lying to him when she said, I'm in the ops room. We will thread the needle, but you need to do exactly as I say. I, I don't. I think she still believes in some kind of way that this can be salvaged. She doesn't know how, but she is willing to risk having him captured again and risk this whole thing going down the way it shouldn't be going down. She has a little more faith in that than Saul. I'll be totally honest with you. I really loved seeing Saul in some action. Yeah. This Carrie is, is not really... Well, I don't want to say Carrie's not involved in any action because she... Carrie she, is. She's involved in action, but I just felt like Saul's action was just more spy-like. Well, here's an interesting... Here's an, here's an interesting <laughs> I enjoyed question. watching it. Like, yeah. Well, first of all, we see we see the roles reversed right. as far as Carrie, you know, in previous seasons has been the one on the field. Right. And Saul's been the one calling the shots from the control room, from the right. con room, and, and telling her where to go, for example, or having his people tell her where to go. Mm -hmm. So now here we are seeing the opposite, and the stakes are obviously much higher. Saul's life is definitely, uh, well, in danger, you know, and a lot more than that. Uh, so, you know, it almost makes me wonder if the if the roles were reversed. Would do you think Saul would pull the trigger on Carrie if the roles were reversed and Saul was back in the comm room and Carrie was the one that was being chased down by the Taliban for the trade? That's a good question. Because I think let us know what you guys think about that. I'm not sure. You're not sure. Well, what do you? What's your gut? Do you think? Do you think Saul will pull the trigger and have her killed, or have her kill herself, or whatever it is? You mean back when Ayan was killed? No, no. I'm talking about this same scene. The same scene that we're seeing right now, but what, oh, what if what, the, today. what if it was Carrie? Yeah. What if it was Carrie on the on on the run? Probably and it not. Was, you think that Saul would not pull the trigger, or do you think he would pull the trigger on Carrie? I think he would not. Yeah, I think he would not pull the trigger. On I, Carrie. I kind of think I kind of feel like he wouldn't either. As much of a military man as he is, yeah, I think I that like, relationship is still strong. I think he would want to, he would figure a way to, in his mind to get her out. And I think Carrie would have the same reaction if, if she got caught. She'd be cursing Saul the hell. The way, I mean, that was a pretty big moment too. Like, you could like hear him, like, where's yeah, the phone at? <laughs> is he still holding the phone? He's yelling so damn hard Fuck that, that you, it doesn't matter where the phone Fuck is. You. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he shit. is cursing the hell out of her. <laughs> like, oh, and wow. This, He's going to be mad for a while. And this is a woman who's haunted already, you know? Yeah. I mean, she was just dealing with her inner demons last episode when she, when she had that vision of Brody, you know, about yeah. letting him die. So I think that's all, I think that also is, you have to remember, I think that also is one of the reasons why Carrie is not pulling the trigger now, even though she was ready to do it two weeks ago. Right. Is because she had that revelation with Brody. That scene with Brody. She lost Brody. She lost Ayanna. Yeah. She's not going to. That scene with tell, Brody. She's not going to green light Saul to off himself. Yeah. She's not going to do that. No, that scene with Brody was a big scene. I said that last week. And I think yeah. it was a big scene because it really was like an aha moment for her. Right. As far as she got to realize, like, oh my, you know, like all this pent up 
emotion, all all this pent up anger and energy that she had over Brody. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of made her switch a bit too. So again, I mean, such a, I mean, this is, oh God, this has been, I think this is my favorite episode this season. Really? I really think this is my favorite episode this season so far. Okay. Yeah. Just for all the reasons we listed and probably five more I can't even think of right now, but so many, it was so a many episode. awesome reasons. You know, and then Tasmine, let's talk about her a little bit because I think like, I mean, she was just so cool and calm and collected this whole episode. It, I hated her. <laughs> you know, well, she's in the driver's seat. I know she's she has a reason to be calm and cool and collected. So yeah, um, I mean, she was holy crap. I mean, when she like I said, I said that scene already, but when she was just hanging out, you know, checking out her her phone, yeah, and then just say no, we can we could stay, we can hang. That was like I got this under control. All right. I mean, even seeing in the meeting when Carrie was in the meeting and noticed that nobody in the Pakistanis that no one had any inkling of, of feeling uncomfortable. Right. They didn't worry. Letting anything they didn't worry. worry. Even and, Carrie was like, "Why aren't they worried?" Yeah, they she worried. wrote that, and and yeah, again, it was such a really amazing, amazing scene. Uh, but there's more evidence. That's that's more evidence right there that the Pakistanis yeah. are actually working. Well, no, it doesn't mean that necessarily because it just means they don't know that Saul escaped. That, that's yeah, all but it she's means. like, but why are they, But why? Are she, I mean, even as a panel, yeah, she's saying, why aren't they worried? Because the ones who didn't just, know, it wasn't just based on Tasneem. Well, the because you know them what? as a group, it's it all seemed information. Like to be just a little bit relaxed, yeah. like. Oh, so, you mean? Oh, you mean it relaxes and like they don't? They don't? They're uh, not really worried. So maybe they all knew. You're confusing me. The people who knew the people not who just Tasneem. I'm I, saying no, no. I get this. What I'm yeah. trying to tell you is, if they don't release information that Saul escaped, there's no reason to worry. If a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, why are you going to worry about it? Right, of course. So that's pretty much what the Taliban did. The Taliban didn't release any information about Saul escaping to anybody other than their own people. But even amongst their own people, they had a plan to capture him back. So that's why Tasmin had no problems because she w- she felt un- they were under control. Right. And then let's say the prime minister has no idea about Saul escaping. He has no reason to be worried because he's completely ignorant to the possibility of Saul having escaped. He's completely oblivious to. But here's the thing: I think there was some level of urgency based on the situation from them before, because the because Lockhart mm-hmm. had threatened them, I didn't. and they don't know what's going on with the situation. So, no, I didn't see that. Why are they? I'm just trying to see from Carrie's perspective what she was talking about. Like, why are they not worried? They don't seem worried anymore. So it was like they were kind of anxious before. Well, based I mean, on what was going on, because there's a lot at stake. I think we're looking too far into it. I just think that you know, she she obviously doesn't know who who is on you know in this cover up. Yeah, you know, she doesn't know who's involved mm-hmm. with Hakani, but she just noticed that if everybody seems to be okay and there's no one no one fidgeting, that that there's just something wrong. Right. And I think it's just her instincts going into into full effect, and I think you know she's really good. But mm. there is one thing I want to bring up before. Mm. Um, because I know we're wrapping up really soon. And I think we've gotten just about everything. Um, we still don't know exactly what the message was that Tasmin sent, gave to Dennis in that napkin. Because we haven't really seen Dennis after that. Right. You know? Right. Dennis was nervous about the breach. Um, so he wanted, he wanted out when he had that little conversation with Tasmin, mm-hmm. but she said she wanted another favor and she handed him that napkin. And that was, of course, when, uh, that was when, um, Asar saw, uh, Dennis take the napkin. They realized that, that he was the breach. Uh, but and we, we haven't seen him know. since then. 
We haven't seen him do anything since then. Okay. So, so as far as I'm concerned, sure. yeah. So as far as we're concerned, everything that was happening with Saul had nothing to do with Dennis. So oh, no, had nothing to do with yeah. Boyd at all. So whatever it is, Boyd, either he's doing it or has done it or is about to do it. Um, and I think it also just leads to, you know, how are they going to deal with this breach now? You know, it's probably a sensitive subject. Are they going to try and manipulate this fact? To get more, um, to you know, to get back on top, are they going to maybe give him some misinformation, or are they just going to, you know, arrest him, or what are they going to do? Because there's a lot of ways they could probably go with Boyd. Misinformation. Yeah, I That's mean, the use best him. Way. I would think that would be the the spy way to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's know? the best way. In to, that way, and then they'll have evidence because they'll have to tell the ambassador this is what happened. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a so lot of possibility. They little... can set him up easily, though, because he's a putz. It'd be easy to set him up. Uh, yeah, I, I would think. Yeah, the way he's acting, yeah, he's a putz. <laughs> the plagiarist. The play, he's just lucky. The plagiarist professor. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so let's go to predictions for next week. Yeah. It's very low, Sean. It's very low. <laughs> okay. I think we're having I think we're having some technical difficulties. Our our audio for our bumper was really really low. Well, um, yeah, well, we can see for next week that there's obviously a trade coming uh into effect with these five Yes, hosti- spoilers uh, by the way for anyone who hasn't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. For the, these five uh leaders for uh, for the 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 prisoner list that um, the prisoner list, yeah, yeah the prisoner list that uh that the U.S. is gathering uh for Hakani, uh yeah definitely a big standoff. We didn't see what we didn't see in uh, scenes for next week was anything with Dennis in it. So you know which I would which surprises me considering that was the big reveal at the very end of the episode. Well, we'll probably still see something with him. I'm sure. Well, I mean, again, I mean, I think the question is to what extent are they just going to arrest him? Or are they going to use him in some kind of way? Um. You know, obviously, if they arrest him, hopefully he'll he'll blurt out about Tasmin, so then they'll know it's Tasmin. That's the um. Oh, they'll do the same thing that the they person. did with uh. They'll do the same thing they did with uh. <laughs> with Brody, he'll become a double agent. <laughs> Dennis will be a lame double agent. He would be lame. <laughs> He'd be a lame. Double so they'll have agent. to enact him to make him extract from them when they already think that you know he's working for them. So well, they'll probably what they'll do with him. I'm gonna say I'm just gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say um, the reason why we don't see Dennis is because somehow he is going to uh, die. I think he's gonna be gone. I think we've kind of pretty that so? in the past, but I, I I just feel like for somehow it can't be all that easy. They can't just use him. I think I think Dennis is going to find uh, an un- untimely death. Okay, at the hands of Tasmin, most likely if she can mm. get her hands hands on Dennis before anybody else. So you think that that boy will die? I think that they'll turn him into a double. Okay, fair. I think enough. they'll turn him into a double. I think he will probably still eventually die. Yeah. But I think they'll turn him into a double and use him first. What do you think about Asar? Do you think what, do you, what any predictions about Asar? Uh, I think they're gonna. There's gonna be some. I'm hoping. I got both fingers crossed that this isn't all about him having some romantic interest in Carrie. That he has his own political, <laughs> professional agenda. I hope it's not just about that either. But I'm sure it's more than that. I mean, I want it to be more about that than be about Carrie because I mean that's too much bed hopping oh. uh, for Carrie. For as far as I'm concerned, yeah, she needs to be trying to get back to her baby in America. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Kid. We haven't heard anything about that <laughs> right. in a long time. <laughs> They've been a little busy, though. Yeah, but those are my predictions. So that's my main prediction, I guess. All right, cool. So uh, where can they find you until next week? Well, you can find me uh, here on other AfterBuzz shows like uh, The Walking Dead, which I'm actually doing right after this. Uh, Scorpion and oh, Blacklist is actually on hiatus till February. But you can find me there. Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. Uh, also, Danny Hoyt and Lexi Hamspar, who aren't here right now. You can find them on Twitter at Danny Hoyt and at Lexi Hamspar. It's H-A-M-M-E-S-F-A-H-R. And you can find me on all social media at Club Thaddeus. You can also find me here on Mondays for America's Next Top Model and Monday Night Football and Thursdays here for How to Get Away with Murder. Until next time after buzzers. Peace. Hmm. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 